Our Heavenly Father, we just pray today that you will speak to our hearts through your word. We pray that we will be Christian soldiers, Lord, fighting in your cause. We're fighting against the mortal ills. We're fighting against the devil and all his evil emissaries. We're fighting in a world that is dying and lost and far from you. But we pray that you'll give us strength, strength to carry on each and every day. Please speak to us through your word and touch our hearts. Please hide me behind the cross, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today is part three. We had life lessons from farmers. We had life lessons from athletes. And today we're going to have life lessons from soldiers. Paul mentions all three of them in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4. For the farmers, we're appreciative of them because they teach us about hard work. They teach us about depending on God fully. And they're patient and persevering. So that's just a little review there. Athletes teach us about endurance and self-control and competing according to the rules. And today we're going to look at soldiers and how God has called us to be soldiers in his army where the Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief, and we follow his orders and his direction to fight the good fight of faith. As a young man, Winston Churchill was in a heated battle. The warplanes were dropping bombs all around the soldiers' positions. Several died, and many were running and hiding and not following commands. One soldier ran past Winston Churchill, the soldier asked Winston if he was going to leave and run away. The great leader replied, quote, I will not do the cowardly. I will stand at my post daily. This great soldier knew the beauty of standing faithful to his post. His words still echo in the hall of time. Never quit. Never quit. Never quit. I am inspired by Winston Churchill. He stood against the Germans and they fought. They were bombing London like it was, they were going to just destroy it completely. But he stood and he stood and he stood. And all the Allies stood with him and they finally won the battle of World War II. It wasn't easy, but they, they won the battle. Today our text, as I mentioned, is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. And it says here, Paul writing to Timothy, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself in the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. May God bless the reading of his word today. The three things that soldiers are known for. Soldiers fight courageously. Secondly, soldiers endure hardship. And third, soldiers follow their commanders. One of the great generals of World War II in the European theater was General George S. Patton, Jr. He once said, the soldier is the army. No army is better than its soldiers. The soldier is also a citizen. In fact, the highest obligation and privilege of citizenship is bearing arms for one's country. 
I really respect those who join the military willingly, voluntarily. I remember growing up when they still had the draft, and they were drafting people in, and they, they compelled you to come in. You didn't have a choice unless, you know, Muhammad Ali was one. He, was, he, didn't, he didn't go. He wouldn't do it. And there were others. But when the government says you have to go, you have to go. But for those who join willingly and put their lives on the line, and do you know that so many people joined the army after 9-11? After 9-11 changed everything, and people volunteered to fight for their country, to defend our freedom, and they're still doing it today. They're standing for this country. They're fighting for our freedom, and we're thankful for them. So the first point today is soldiers fight courageously. And the soldier knows better than maybe anyone else other than maybe police officers and so forth that when they sign up, they could be wounded, they could be crippled, they could come back, or they may not even come back. They may die for their country. And they know it going in. And we as Christians, we put our lives on the line for the Lord every day, and we should because we are soldiers of the cross. And our calling is even higher because we serve the Lord. He loved us and died for us, and we should give our all to him as his soldiers in his army. You know, it's a big sacrifice for soldiers when they go over to, to fight in the war. Whether it's a wife going or a husband or a brother or sister, whatever it is, you have to leave behind your family when you go to fight. You have to leave behind your job when you go to fight. You have to leave behind all the comforts that you had in this world when you go to fight. And now your life is not your own anymore. You belong to Uncle Sam. You belong to the army or whatever branch of service you're, you're in. They tell you when to eat. They tell you what to eat, when to eat, when to drink, what to, what to do and what not to do. Your, your life is under the control of your sergeant, usually. The drill sergeant, they call them. And when you go through basic training, I don't know why they call it basic training, because it is very hard, I have heard. I haven't been in myself, but I know from physical training and talking to different people that have been to the boot camp, it's difficult, and they don't make it easy, because they want the soldier to be well-trained. So when the soldier goes out to fight, they don't even have to think. They've been so well trained, they fight the good fight for us. Two soldiers in particular I'd like to bring to your attention today, and you may have heard of them and you may not have. The first one is Alvin C. York, Sergeant York. Sergeant York was one of the most decorated soldiers of all of World War I. He received the Medal of Honor for leading an attack on a German machine gun nest, garnering 35 machine guns, killing 25 enemy soldiers, and capturing 132 prisoners. He became a hero, and his life story is told in a movie, Sergeant York, if you get a chance to see it. It's a great movie. Another hero... And this was reminded me of, uh, Barb and uh, Fred reminded me of this man. His name was Desmond Doss. 
and Desmond Doss joined the army in World War II to fight for his country. But he refused to carry a weapon. The reason was is because uh, one of his, uh, I think his friends or his family had died as a, as a result of an accident with a weapon, so he didn't want to carry a weapon. The army tried and failed to put him out of the service to discharge him, so what he did was he became a medic for the 77th Infantry Division and was called up to fight at the Battle of Okinawa, which is a bloody battle. And it was at the Maida Escarpment, also called Hacksaw Ridge. That's also been made into a movie, Hacksaw Ridge. This ridge included a 350-foot cliff that ran across the whole island where the battle was taking place. After many soldiers retreated, Doss remained on the ridge to locate and treat the wounded, because he was a medic. Without firing a shot, Doss rope propelled around 75 men to safety down the steep cliff. He even brought down several Japanese soldiers. He was awarded two bronze star medals and the Medal of Honor by President Harry S. Truman. These two are two highly decorated soldiers, Alvin C. York and Desmond Doss. But they weren't alone. Many other heroes fought in World War I and World War II and in Vietnam and in Afghanistan and in all over the world. And they're still out there for us. We don't always see them, but we should be appreciative of them. Good soldiers. Our battles, as Christians though, is not a battle against flesh and blood like they, they were fighting. We fight against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Paul said in Ephesians 6.12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, in the heavenly places. Yes, we can't see our enemy. It's really a disadvantage to us. At least when you're fighting in a war, you can see your enemy, you can fight him, you can shoot and kill them and so forth. But with us, we're fighting against an unseen enemy, the devil, and all his evil demons, and we have to put on the whole armor of God each and every day. And you can go home and read uh, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 10 down to about verse 18, about the whole armor of God that we need to put on every day. Paul also said to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, and 6, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Yes, we're in a battle, folks. And every single Christian is a soldier for Christ and should be a soldier. And soldiers are dedicated and they fight courageously. And we need to fight with that same vigor, that same spirit when we fight the good fight of faith. Secondly, soldiers are not only fighting courageously, but soldiers must endure hardship. Hardships can be mental. They can be physical, they can be emotional, they can be spiritual. They come with great stress and trauma. 
And I really believe that just as soldiers come home from war and they suffer like PTSD, the post-traumatic syndrome, uh, we as Christians have it, have it that way too. We're fighting these, these fights against the devil. And he comes hard against us. And he pressures us. And he tempts us. And we need the Lord's help every time to be good fighting men and fighting women. The Christian life is not easy. Spiritual warfare against the devil is not easy. He, the more committed you are to Christ, the more you love him and follow him, the harder the devil is going to be on your tail every single day to make life as hard as possible to follow Christ. That's why we need the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, and we need the armor of God to fight against it. And we need to make sacrifices and, and go through these hardships for the Lord. Jesus said in Matthew 19 and verse 29, And everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or land, for my sake, shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. Yes, no sacrifice for the Lord is too great. No hardship is too unendurable because we have the Lord. And he wants us to be those who are fighting for him and for his glory. We have to stand up. If somebody says something against the Lord, says something against the right, uh, principles of Scripture, we need to be those who stand up and say so. When someone joins the, the army in full time, there's no room for anything else. And that's why Paul said to Timothy in this verse of our 2 Timothy 2.4, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Yes, when you're in the, when you're in the army and you're called up to full-time service, you don't have time to mess around with the things of this world, right? You're in the army and you're focused on it. You're dressed in your uniform. You have your weapon. You're there to protect the country and fight. You're not there to go out and have parties and go out and do all kinds of things in this world. And so true is it in the Christian life, when we're dedicated to Christ, we need to be focused on it every single day and knowing that it is going to be a fight and we are in the spiritual warfare. And we need to be committed to the Lord, committed to the gospel, and waging spiritual warfare. So we need to remember our first point, soldiers fight courageously. Secondly, soldiers endure hardship of every kind, and they're going to be mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional. And now the third point is soldiers must follow their commanders. You know, they have an expression in the military that says, Sir, yes, sir. Now, I think that's interesting because it mentions sir twice. Sir, yes, sir. If the commanding officer tells you to do something, you don't think about it. You don't debate it. You don't say, well, can I do it my way instead? No, you do it the way your commander says to do it. And that's our Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief. He's given us his word. He wants us to follow it. By doing so, we will win the victory, and we will 
be strong in him. There was a French general once who was conducting a march with his troops into enemy territory. And it was a very difficult place. And he exhorted his soldiers to endure patiently the fatigues of the march. One soldier spoke up to his commanding officer. I wouldn't recommend this, but he spoke up to his commanding officer. He said, it's easy for you to talk. He said, you're mounted on a fine horse, but we poor devils must walk. On hearing these words, the general, his name was Charin, he was a French general, dismounted, got off the horse, and proposed to the discontented soldier to take his place. So now the soldier's on the horse, and, and, and the general is walking on the ground with the other troops. As soon as he got on that horse, a shot rang out and killed that soldier that was on the horse. Can you imagine? You see, says Shirin, to dressing his troops, that the most elevated place is not the, the least dangerous, after which he remounted his horse and continued the march. You know, it's amazing when you watch some of these movies or you see some of these books and things, what really strikes me is when the general is out in front of the troops leading them. Sometimes you see the general over here with the other generals and other commanders and they're kind of watching how the battle's taken place. But when you really respect those generals who get out in front and like ride that horse right out in front in harm's way and they set an example for their troops and that's what the Lord Jesus Christ did. He set an example for us. He put himself out there. He died on the cross for us and he wants us to follow his orders and his wishes. And he also wants us to follow our elders. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 17, it says, Obey those who rule over you or lead you, and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give an account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Yes, the best leaders are the best followers. And I thank God for our elders. They're followers of Christ and they're leaders of us. And they set a godly example. Adel and Bill and Mike and Randy are our elders and we follow them and they're godly elders. And God has given them wisdom and he's given them the position to lead us. You know, the best uh, thing we can say is, like someone once said, a good leader not only inspires other men with confidence in him, but a great leader inspires them with confidence in themselves. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. So let's remember today to fight the good fight courageously, to put on the whole armor of God, to realize we're in a spiritual conflict. And just like the soldier on active duty, we are on active duty for Jesus 24-7. And he wants us to serve him. We have to endure hardships, whether they're spiritual, physical, mental, or emotional. And we need to obey and follow our Lord Jesus Christ and our elders. I'd just like to quote this, this hymn before we conclude the message. It comes from a hymn written by Isaac Watts, who was one of the greatest hymn writers ever. And he wrote these words. 
Am I a soldier of the cross, a follower of the Lamb? And shall I fear to own his cause or blush to speak his name? Must I be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease while others fought to win the prize and sailed through bloody seas? Are there no foes for me to face? Must I not stem the flood? Is this vile world a friend of, to grace to help me on to God? Sure, I must fight if I would reign. Increase my courage, Lord. I'll bear the toil, endure the pain, supported by thy word. Shall we just close in a word of prayer? We thank you, Father, that we are soldiers of the cross. Help us to learn the lessons from the soldiers, Lord, who fight courageously to protect us every day. Help us to be fighters, Lord. Help us to be battlers. Help us to put on the whole armor of God and be victorious in you. And Lord, we pray that when we endure hardships, help us to do it willingly and help us to know that this life is short and the pain that we go through is nothing compared to the glory that we'll receive in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we pray, Lord, that we will follow the direction of our Commander-in-Chief, our Lord Jesus Christ, His Word. And Lord, help us to humble ourselves and to learn and to grow. And so we pray, Lord, if there's any here today that have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Lord, they, they're not in the battle. They're not in the fight. They don't know the Lord. They don't have him. We just pray that they will come to you today and believe that Jesus died on the cross for their sins and have eternal life, Lord. And so we commit this time to you. We pray you'll take us home safely. We look forward to the rest of the Lord's Day and this week, and we look forward to Wednesday. And We just pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen.